Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now we are joined with Tamaki Makoto-based drummer, producer and recording engineer Tom Broom, who's, fo- who's just followed up his 2020 solo debut, Never Sleeping Repeating, with today's release of his brand new single, Lies to Live By. Uh, kia ora, Tom. Uh, hi. Hey, how you going? <laughs> Good, thank you. How are you? How are things? Is life starting to look a bit more normal <laughs> up in Auckland at the moment? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I uh, can't complain. I'm just having a wholesome afternoon. I just got an ice cream with my kid and just been walking around Ponsonby, which has been pretty good. Dude, what a, what a lovely thing to do on a Friday. Can't oh, complain, right? Did you, yeah, go, did you go Duck Island on Ponsonby Road? What was that, mate? Duck Island on Ponsonby Road, that ice cream shop. You know it, man. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> yeah. The best. The best. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about the song and what it means to you and when you wrote it and why? Um, also, we must say both of us really and thoroughly enjoy the song. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's great. And great production, too. Yeah, so thanks. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It means it means a lot and thanks to you guys for supporting me again. I really like it means means the world to like little artists when we <laughs> put music out in radio stations play the songs for us. So thank you guys. Oh, awesome. Um, That's what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, well, very grateful to you guys. But yeah, the song I I wrote probably like a year, roughly a year ago and it was like I had this weird dream. We watched um, this show called Immigration Nation on Netflix one night, and um, and it's basically about these border enforcement people that like uh, sort of deport. It was like all that sort of uh, Trump administration like hectic border control of like the Mexican border in the states. Mm. And we like watched it, and it was full on. And there was just like these people who were just like quite cognitively dissonant of. Mm. Like, their job basically being like, you know, it's my job to destroy these families' lives and just throw them back into a, like, incarcerate them and chuck them back over to the border into the life-threatening situations that they've come from and things. Mm. Mm. And it was like, man, we watched that. And then I had this crazy dream that I was, like, married to, like, the worst dude on the show. Like, this, like, (laughs) awful man who just kind of, like, relished it. Like, the kind of the job you know you could tell he kind of was like a bit of a sadist or something and so I like woke up and was just like whoa it was intense and it sort of the feeling sort of stayed with me for a couple of days so I wrote this like first couple of verses about it and the chorus lyrically is sort of sort of an extension of like that idea but not really the same not like directly about that dream but just sort of like about the ability we have to sort of like maybe ignore the things that are really happening around us and tell ourselves the narrative that we can kind of live with and 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 you know to get by in our lives or whatever to sort of get by doing shitty things wow lies to live by <laughs> that that makes so much more sense now you've put that in some very crystal clear context yeah, i hope i haven't like yeah haven't put too much weight on that song for anyone uh, no no it's quite mellow production it is a mellow song yeah yeah the song's like about this disaster of a dream. Yeah, well, isn't that? It's. I feel like it's. It's quite common to hear some pretty kind of dark themes to songs that are disguised by really lovely, happy melodies. I feel. I feel like the the Beach Boys do it heaps as well. They they have such like uh, easygoing music, but th- some of the lyrical content behind their songs is actually pretty like. It's sad, man. 
Yeah, I think I love it. I think, man, that was, yeah, very intentional in, in that regard, too, because I, I think it's like you can kind of be a bit like double fisted if you, you know, you write like really heavy music to really heavy lyrics. And it's kind of like, it kind of, I, I quite like the juxtaposition of like, yeah, like you said, like Beach Boys do it the best, but like, yeah, like, like quite a happy sounding song. And then you're like, oh, hang on, this is about something really bad in this person's life or something. Yeah. It, it's sort of like, it gives you, there's somewhere in between where you can kind of find your own, like, feeling for the song, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you kind of decide on your relationship to it yourself. And and so and so, lies to live by. This is your second single so far as as a solo project. Yes. Um, is is there anything else on the horizon? Is there an EP on the way? An album? Is or are you kind of just t- t- taking going where the wind takes you with in terms uh, of releasing I'm stuff? Fully going where the wind takes me. I I, I have sort of no uh, probably bad thing to say <laughs> on a radio interview, but I've got sort of literally no ambition career wise as a solo artist. I just love. Um, putting out music when I can, yeah. you know, like I, I just, I sort of, um, it just, and just as I finish things and find time, I'm sort of always working on my own music in between working professionally on other people. So it's sort of like, you know, it always gets put to the side while I finish something for someone else and then brought back out and then scrapped and then started again and then, you know, I'll move on to the next song. So it's sort of a bit haphazard. I'd right. love to, I would love to eke out some time in the next uh, maybe in the next year or so to work on like a body of work that would be awesome but I'm sort of also pretty happy um, just sort of putting out singles because it sort of feels really manageable and um, and, and, and it keeps it fun it's, mm. uh, for me it's just like a fun it's not a slog eh? it's just when, when you have time and you can find the time it's kind yeah, of like an yeah, intermediary totally, yeah. project for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, just, just totally self-indulgent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. <laughs> what, 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 I, what I wanted to know is um, you, you've obviously worked with some pretty big shot Kiwi artists um, in your time after having done some research on you. I, I, so I can imagine doing a solo project is... Did it feel intimidating at all, having this kind of extensive history with all these, uh, you know, successful Kiwi musicians? Was it was it a weird experience going so? Not you haven't gone solo entirely, as as you say, <laughs> but but starting your own thing. I know what you mean. Yeah, it sort of wasn't. It sort of actually made it easier because like working with like a spectrum of people from like very successful to like very Indian new, like everyone basically has the exact same hang-ups and insecurities and is just as scared about presenting their music to, like, the, the band that's going to play it or the yeah. producer and then the public. So it was kind of like, I think working with lots of people made me like, just bloody get over yourself, yeah. mate. Like, you know, all of these people are just doing the exact same thing and, like, some of them are, you know, some of them are very successful and others are less so. Yeah. But every, you know what I mean? It's like, it kind of was like, ah, oh, everyone's just dealing with the exact same feeling you are. Everyone's just, just a human. Everyone's just a human. Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, and, yeah. cool, man. Yeah. And so you've um, you've worked pretty extensively with, with Tom Scott, right? Yeah, 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 I have with, with Tom a lot over the years. That's a, a, the, the, a, a true don of New Zealand hip-hop. Um, I'm a huge fan of his. He, you've, uh, you've, you've worked on kind of Avondale Bowling Club stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I was on a, I was on like a handful of the cuts that made it uh, on that, on the last record. The last record. And then Julian, Julian Dines on the, on the other half of that record, and then on the more recent one, he's sort of like the band drummer. But I did some work with Tom. Um, I, I, I played drums for Homebrew. Or I had did play drums for Homebrew, and um, uh, and then yeah, sort of like the, the beginning of that Avantdale project, and then it sort of turned into 
like a more jazzy affair, which is uh, that Julian Dine. That's his uh, yeah, yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and yeah, and so that sort of transitioned in that way. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So to contribute to that record. That's awesome. It's an it's an incredible record, and 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 homebrew as well. Were you were you with homebrew all the way through? I was. Yeah. Well, since around like I think it was 2010, 2009. Yeah. So all the crazy years. And, oh yeah. Uh, the first and the homebrew self-titled album and stuff like that. Yeah. Man, just the defining music of, of, of so many people. I like kind oh, of yeah. defining of a generation yeah. almost. That, yeah, that, that, all that those whole YCB movement, man. I feel I feel very lucky to have been and like around for that time. And like it was, yeah, such a good such a good time. What is it? Life. What is it about yeah. Avondale, man? What what I have they got in the water? It's, but yeah, it's a it's a. I actually I didn't. I'm not from there, but I live there now, which is funny. Um, and my studio is in Newland, which is the like suburb over. But it's like, I think it's like a really like it's a melting pot for sure. And it's like a weird block of shops and stuff where there's no chain stores. Yeah. Like interestingly, it's all sort of like independent businesses and family-owned businesses and stuff. So. There's like a real community there, like that they're all pretty proud of as well. I think you know, like everyone's sort of like from there, rep Avondale. So yeah, I think yeah, I don't know, strong community for out there, and, and then just mad talented people living in the neighbourhood. I think that's so cool, man. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, no, it's an awesome, awesome part of the world. Um, for sure. Hey, so Tom, you're you're a drummer by trade, as you were kind of alluding to before. Yeah. Um, was was this transition in, in your solo project to this like multi instrumentalism? Was it was it a gradual process? Like, like, have you been playing other instruments for a while, or or, or did you recently decide to venture outside the world of drumming? For, uh, yeah, just being like, I think because I yeah I came up drumming, which like that thing you know for maybe the last. God makes me feel old, but like 15 years or so, I've been a drummer sort of professionally, and then roughly like seven or eight years ago, I started to sort of venture into engineering and production. And I've, I did a music degree, so you know um, we had to study uh, keyboard instruments and and mallet percussion and all sorts of stuff as well. While I did that degree, so like I had a basis in other instruments and a little bit of guitar and things. And then the more I got into engineering and production, the more you end up just like picking up something because no one else is around and someone has to play an A minor chord on the piano for this one part of the song or something so yeah. you do it and then you just do a little bit more and a little bit more and say you know someone needs some male BVs so you do that and then suddenly you can, you're can you kind of dipping your toes all over the show and um, yeah so it was just sort of like through my production work with other people slowly and organically um, in the studio but yeah I would sort of yeah it's sort of almost strictly a studio thing you know like yeah. it's definitely not uh, really a live thing. I, I definitely sort of sing BVs and occasionally play other instruments uh, in certain uh, projects, but yeah, still mostly a drummer for the yeah, live show. Still the favourite child. Not really anything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drummer. <laughs> once yeah. a drummer, always a drummer, eh? Big time, big time. Um, yeah. Speaking speaking of, uh, I don't know, transforming what you know into a live setting. Does does can you foresee Tom Broom going anywhere in in that in that? Space playing, I think playing, so. playing a show. I, I mean, I, I'm averaging a song a year, so it's going to take a little while to, like, <laughs> to get a set um, going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. By then, maybe I'll be like keen to do that. But I would, I, I yeah, would love to actually. Like, I, I, I actually, the more I sort of think about it, I think, especially man, we've been locked down up in Auckland, yeah, freaking ages, and I'm just like frothing to play music with my friends, yeah, um, in front of people. 
as well. So I, I have actually been thinking about it lately, like that it would be cool to start doing some of my own music. I've got lots of stuff written. I uh, just not finished and, and produced. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it would be very keen at some point. Sorry, this... Goddamn. That's all right. Sorry about that. The no, aut- automated news came on. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd love... I'm sure everyone in Auckland is, is fiending for some live music. Um, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, I can, I yeah, can we're, imagine. Yeah, we're so, so down. <laughs> oh, well, well let's, hope, let's hope vaccination rates stay up, man, and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Right, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, hey, so uh, Never Sleeping Repeating was your first release prior to yes. this one. Um, at the end of the song, I, I hear a brief recording of, of a young baby. Is, is, <laughs> is this your child? Yes, that's my little, my little guy, Alwyn. Alwyn? Yes. Oh, adorable, man. How, how, how's, how's it been managing the responsibilities of a dad and, and as well as being this busy musician? Yeah, I mean, in a, in, in a weird way, um, like the whole COVID sort of lockdown, countries not traveling thing has worked out sort of well as a father. Yeah. Because I usually um, travel a lot and travel internationally and things for, for shows. And, and uh, there's obviously been none of that. Al, Al was born October 2019, so he's just he's just turned two. Um, and I've been home for the whole time because we've been <laughs> locked down basically since he was five months old. Oh, well, you're there um, for the most important moments, it sounds like, man. Yeah, yeah. so in, in some ways it's like, you know, like I, I feel like really blessed in that regard because uh, whilst my career has, you know, like everyone else's, has just been in like a tailspin, I've had this new responsibility as a dad and that sort of gives you real purpose and you're too tired to worry about too much else. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so, so good. I, yeah, I feel like... Um, if I'd known how awesome it would, was going to be, I would have maybe done it sooner. <laughs> yeah, I, I think everyone, especially musos and stuff, think that yeah, it's going to destroy your career, but you just get your affairs in order real fast and uh, have to prioritize. Just things grow up and, real and quick. Stay yeah. up late and get up early, and <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah. so cool, man. Um, yeah, because 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 uh, Tom Scott also had a kid recently and has uh, has been going through the same motions, right? Kind of. Yeah, he's a he's a double dad now. He's a double dad. So, so yeah, Congrats, yeah, he's, yeah. He's super dead. Yeah, we got. Uh, I think everyone in Homebrew. I think there's one or I think there's two two non dads left <laughs> in that group of nine people that uh, play uh, that play in Homebrew. We we have like we've been playing online poker to stay in touch through oh, yeah. lockdown. This lockdown. <laughs> so we're like, uh, yeah, we're all sharing sharing our shared experience oh, with cool, our man. kids. One big family affair. Big time. That's so cool, man. Hey, well, Tom, yeah. it's been so lovely speaking to you, man. Um, yeah, you too. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving what you're doing. I'm, 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 I feel like. Oh, I want more from you, man. If you can find more time to 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 do some solo stuff, please do because um, what you're doing is awesome, dude. Oh, well, thank you, thank you so much, and yeah, and thank you guys so much for your support. I like once again just really appreciate you guys. You're always the always the first people to reply to my email saying I <laughs> 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 I really really freaking appreciate you guys. And yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out to we'll Dave. He's good with more music. He's good with the emails. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. Thanks so much. We're, we're going to play Lies to Live By for you right now for the people of Otipoti. Thank you so much. See good good yeah. luck with Al. See you, man. Thanks, mate. Bye. Wow, what an, what an awesome dude. Tom Broom um, just released uh, a, his second single ever, Lies to Live By. Uh, we're going to play it for you now. Um, 
pretty deep meaning, pretty cool song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't didn't realize no. the context of the song until he explained it. Well, we're going to give it another listen now and see if it changes for us. But yeah, yeah. let's Here give it a spin. Tune in. Tune in. to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.